people, 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 welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show, baby, man, it's been such a long time, guys, I am so sorry that I have not bring, been bringing you guys material or whatnot, but oh my god, I was trapped in such a vortex, guys, you know, when that, that self-doubt comes and then it just turned into anxiety and what the hell am I supposed to do, but then I read something, I read something and then I just snapped out of everything right now, and you know what? Because I'm a person of influence, because I'm a person that just loves influencing people, loves inspiring people, loves motivating people, and all these other things, you know, doing all these career, man, I do so many things, but sometimes I, I believe that I'm not practicing what I'm preaching. So, man, here we go. Let me paint the picture for you guys. I, I was just sitting there. You know, I was just sitting there. It was basically, um, what's today? Uh, okay, what, two days ago? Yeah, so it was basically last Monday. You guys are listening to this on a Sunday, but last Monday... I was sitting on my bed. I was hunched over. You know, I uh I had just came from, you know, a job out there in Bangkok and you know, it, it, it just so many things happened before that too that I was just letting get to me like the ignorance and just things that would just happen in anyone's daily life, but I just started I became reactive. I told you guys about that. But then I came home and then next you know, something set out on me. And it just it just felt like it was a vortex of melancholy. And it just felt like it was just getting worse and worse by the minute as I was just looking at my laptop underneath the covers and air conditioning in my bedroom. And I said, oh, my God, this is getting worse. And then I realized at that specific moment that this job hunt was just getting worse and worse and worse. And I was like, man, what am I supposed to do now? So I started messaging, you know, some of my friends. I'm like, hey, guys, worst case scenario, you know, I might have to come back to America because of this and that. And, that. you know, I it was just so ridiculous. I think I went way, way overboard. But for some reason, man, I was just trapped in this blood sucking abyss. And at that given moment, to be honest with you, there were a lot of different factors. Right. And the, of course, the biggest factor was a job that came into my life, you know, a week before sending me six jobs putting all this false hope onto my conscience, just as other jobs have. And then here I am on a Monday evening, just keep saying to myself, this job is going to respond. This job is going to respond. This job is going to respond. (gasps) This job is going to respond. I kept saying it to myself over and over and you know, they're not going to respond because I've already been through this back in December. And you know what? I lost it. I didn't lose it too bad, but I said, you know what? Okay. I emailed them back. I said, Hey guys, I just checked you out on Google, and it seems like you have nothing but Anglo teachers there. And this is probably the reason why you did not give me a job. And I just said a couple other things, and I said, goodbye and all the best. And so, have I done that before? Probably a couple of times, I think four years ago and whatnot. But the thing is, why would you... The entire, basically the way they did things is just terrible. And a lot, I mean, a lot of people do business in such a bad way that's very, very detrimental. This is something that I'm going to learn from and going forward in terms of providing, you know, uh, uh, a lot of different help to a lot of different nationalities around the world and, you know, giving, you know, motivation and speaking and this and that. But there are some things that need to be said. And I said it and I woke up that next morning and I was still in a, just a deep abyss. And then I say, you know what, Arsenio, snap out of it. Snap out of it, man. And I said, okay, Arsenio, what's the best way to snap out of it? Okay, well, what's wrong with you? I said, okay, well, I'm worrying right now. I said, okay, go get out the Dale Carnegie's How to Stop Worrying to Start Living. I said, okay. I turned 
to chapter number one, Daytight Compartments. And then, of course, there was a writing in the Daytight Compartments, which I'm going to recite for all of you right now. And he said, touch a button in here. What the hell is that? It's that loud? Oh, my God. Okay, that's like super loud. Sorry, guys, if you're hearing all the... Yeah, whatever. Touch a button and hear at every level of your life. The iron doors shutting out the past, the dead yesterdays. Touch another and shut off with a meal. Oh, I'm sorry, with a meal. A metal curtain. The future. The unborn tomorrows. Then you are safe, safe for today. Shut off the past. Let the dead past bury its dead. Shut out the yesterdays. Which have lighted fools the way to dust death. The load of tomorrow added to that of yesterday carried makes the strongest falter. Shut off the future as tightly as the past. The future is today. There is no tomorrow. The day man's salvation is now. Waste of energy, mental distress, nervous worries, dog the steps of a man who is anxious about the future. Shut close, then the great four and bulkheads, and prepare to cultivate the habit of a life of daytight compartments. Del Carnegie actually wrote this in his book. And I said, oh my God, I said... Wow, and I was reading this on the... I still remember that specific moment I was reading it. Of course, I've read this before. But, you know, sometimes I don't think I always practice what I preach on my podcast. And at that specific moment when I was reading it on that sky train with no pollution and the sun was coming up and I said, that's it. I'm okay. Because what I was worrying about the past, let the past bury the past. Like, everything that has happened over the last couple of days, another thing had happened... Uh, in terms of last week, uh, I had a big explosion again on my website in a lot of different plays. They were all coming from Bangkok. They were all coming from my website. And I'm like, okay, this is very interesting. Ooh, maybe it's a job. And then I looked at my podcast plays and it all came from my resignation. And of course, this one went up probably about 30 plays within, I'm guessing, about a couple hours. And I'm like, oh, okay, snakes, the snakes I'm working with, they're interested in what I have to say. Okay, I'm going to block this, private this, limited access, send it to my lawyer, use it as evidence just in case something ridiculous would happen. Oh, my God, it was just one of those weeks. But you know what? I called everything into existence. And it's so funny that we are just so predisposed to the negativity rather than the positivity. It's funny because all of the things that I've talked about on my blog – it's funny even what's even funnier six o'clock right now what's even more alarming is the fact that a lot of people they they bypass all the good like i've written more than 400 blogs i have more than 700 podcasts but there are probably only three to six podcasts that are are you know i'm talking about my personal experiences and telling you guys what i've been through but why is reality and everyone's so into that you know like of course nothing is going to happen over the next couple of weeks or whatnot now i've already you know everything's already finished the past is the past let it go what do you want to keep listening and reading what i have to say for miss boss and miss ceo like what what is it going to do for you go look at the other ones that i've talked about and not even that i even put up an air asia a blog probably about two years ago and it was about, you know, racism, Air Asia, what my colleague went through. 
And this this one had like 50 views within a couple hours. I'm like, guys, what about everything else I've talked about in terms of personal development? You guys are more predisposed to the negativity than the positivity. This is the problem with humanity. So I said, okay, I'm shutting off the past. So I made one last blog. And of course, that blog had like 12 views with 12. Oh, my God. With homepage archives within like minutes. And of course, it all came from Thailand. And of course, I already know who it is. It's the snakes. So I said, listen, guys, this is the last time I'm talking about this. This is the end. The past is the past. It's done. It's buried. I got five weeks left. If you guys try doing something stupid now, I don't want to take any money from you, but I could take a lot of money from you. So just let it go. I'm done. I'm done talking about this. This is dead. It's, It's history. It's archive. It's finished. Let it go. God, yes, okay, you gotta face what isn't working, okay, for those of you who are very, for them who are very angry at what I'm talking about, it's because it's the truth, you came out here because you're running from your past, you're running from a very bad divorce, you're running from your kids, you're running from this, and if you're very angry at what I'm talking about, it's because it's the truth, just face the truth, got it, alright, that's the end, let it go, so yeah, that's what happened over the last four days, um, well, obviously last week, and then I said, okay, Arsenio, snap out of it, that's the end of it, no more ridiculous, uh, no more ridiculous blogs on this and that, oh, just let it all go, just let it go, the jobs, the this, the that, and then I said, shut off the future, now I'm going to tell you why I shut off the future, I actually added up all my expenses of, in terms of what I'm going to be accumulating, especially this month, and it's funny because even without my job, I'm going to accumulate even more than I did last month. Got it? So, basically, I'm one step out of that place out there, okay? Not even going to mention it anymore. It's just a place that I've been working at three and a half years, and it's finished now. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty much finished, and it's funny because I was so worried, 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 worried about, oh, my God, the money. What money? They barely even gave you any money, Arsenio. You know? For the last two months, it's been dry and terrible. So... It's funny because, again, I'm going to keep saying it's funny, 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 it's funny because, well, I mean, guys, I mean, I added up all my expenses and even with this month, of course, the month of March being the worst because I'm leaving, I'm still going to make more than what I made the month of February because of all my projects. So here I am worrying myself to death, but all the figures add up to even what's, what's more. And I'm like, Arsenio, okay, dude, you got to snap out of it. It's ridiculous. It's beginning to be redundant, and I'm losing. I wouldn't say I'm losing sleep. Of course not. But I'm so worried about something that's in the future. You know, back when I was a dental uh, a dental assistant temp, I'm going to bring up another story in terms of, you know, you know, not living in a daytight compartment. And I remember it was uh, dawning. Well, I'm sorry. It was dusking towards the end of 2011. And I'm like, oh, man, 2011, this is going to be it. Okay, uh, well, I don't have a full-time job. I've been looking for a full-time job for so long uh, out there in Sydney, Australia, and it just wasn't coming. I was doing this. Dude, I thought I landed a full-time job. What was the place called? Top Ride Dental, I forgot. And her name was, I think she was from Taiwan. Wonderful lady, just a wonderful dentist. Would have loved working with her. And next, you know, I thought she was going to give me the job. And I remember I came back for some odd reason, I think, to pick up a check. And there was another girl in the chair. She's like, hello. 
And the dentist is like, yeah, this is my new employee. I'm like, oh, wow, that's the one that took the job from me. Wow, hey, hey, best of best of luck to you. You got the job from me. So, But I thought I was going to get that full time. I thought I was going to end up getting sponsored by her, and I was going to end up staying in Australia for a long time. Now, of course, I didn't. I'm glad I didn't because I ended up coming here, which is really, really funny, which I'll bring to another conversation real soon. Uh, and so, guys, I was thin. I only had 2000 US dollars. And in Australia, that's really bad. In in Thailand, dude, you you could live off that for like five to probably even a year, right? But I'm a dental temp, so everyone goes on vacation between December 10th and all the way way up to January 5th. So that temp agency, they weren't calling me. They weren't saying, hey, we have a job. Hey, we have a job. Hey, we have a job. There was nothing. I was literally at home for so long, and it was heartbreaking because I'm like, oh, man, at the dawn of the year, I'm like, dude, I'm depressed. I've been staying home. Everyone's working. Everyone's doing this. What am I supposed to do? And so finally, you know, uh, of course, I started getting work and I started building up that reputation. Once I started building up that reputation, there were jobs that would just book me out every like, OK, we'll have you every Wednesday, every month. OK, for uh, what is it? Four weeks. And I'm like, awesome. And then another one was like, okay, we'll have you every Friday. So I'm like, okay, I got guaranteed work on Wednesday, guaranteed work on Friday. So that's basically what I'm doing right now. It's kind of like I'm not a teacher temp, but I'm more of a freelance just for the moment. Of course, you know, going into April and then from there, I'm just going to make a decision whether or not I'm going to stay. But I've been through this before. I was so overcome with worry when I was looking for these jobs out there in Sydney. And did it help me? Hell no. Worrying is not going to do a goddamn thing for you. But when you actually just sit down and think about it and say, what am I worried about? Oh, I'm worried about work. You'd be like, well, work could come at any given time as it has and as it always will. This is going back seven years to Australia up until now. And when I stopped worrying, I said, OK, so what's it looking like on Friday? Oh, oh, wow. OK. Oh, I mean, on Monday. OK, so Monday. Whoa, that's a that's a pretty crazy day. Okay, Tuesday. Oh, I didn't even know I had. Okay, well, uh, all right. So Tuesday, okay, that's good. Uh, Wednesday, good. Uh, Thursday, crazy smashed. And then Friday, excellent. Saturday, boom. Sunday, boom. So when I put everything together, I still got a good wage. But yet I was so worried about something that was in the future. Guys, I'm telling you right now, you're going to have to start living in daytime compartments such as me. Such as I. There's a guy from, uh, oh, I don't have the book here with me, but there was a guy from Yale University who said it to some of his students a long time ago. Um, and he says something again about daytime compartments and, you know, not crying over spilt milk, crying over things that have happened and not, you know, it just basically, you, you, no one ever kicks a dead dog. Everything that has happened in my past with everyone, everything's going to just take its shape the way it should be. And, There's no use in trying to get back at anyone for any goddamn reason. It's just part of life. And so when I was reading this, I was like, oh, my God, no one ever kicks a dead dog. And I'm over here reading these and I'm like, oh, man, those are all dead dogs. I'm trying to kick enough, Arsenio. Go on with your life. Get out of here. Then that's when I had the the thing with my uh, my colleague. And then, of course, I had a wonderful conversation. Oh, my God, my best friend. This guy just talks about cartoons. I'm like, dude, I don't watch cartoons anymore. Uh, but yeah, I just love him to death, Andre. But I love him because he was like, uh, you need to stop being a peneja. <laughs> so anyone who's in Spain or in Mexico or in Panama, you guys listen to me. A peneja. Peneja. That's basically uh, 
uh, chocha, a panocha. Uh, that's really bad to say. I'm sorry, Spain. Um, in Mexico, sorry for that. Uh, but a panocha, you know, basically being a, like I told you, a bitch. I need to get the bitch out of me. No pun intended. Excuse my language. But I've been a little bitchy lately. I've been a little, oh my god, I sounded British right there. I've been a little bit bitchy lately. There we go. I'm not gonna say lately. Oh my god, I will not say that. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm crazy. Um, (laughs) boy, my mom would kill my ass. Why why you got a British accent? I'm gonna kick your ass. Yeah, it's just crazy. But, um. I've been a little bitchy, you know, I've been a little bit of a bitch, alright, so when my friend, you know, I was talking to him on FaceTime, best friend, Andre, he's like, Arsenio, I'm gonna be honest with you, you're sounding like a peneja right now, and I'm like, oh, well, thank you, Andre, I really need, no, seriously, I said thank you, and I started laughing, I'm like, yeah, I am being a little bit of a peneja, he's like, don't come to New York, he said, you know how much I pay per month for my, my damn rent, I was like, how much, he said, $1,800, 54000 baht per month. You know how much 54,000 baht, you're probably living at the top of one of the most gorgeous condos in all of Thailand. Right in the heart of Bangkok. Mahanakon or any of these massive places. And out there, man, 54,000 will get you a two-bedroom that's not even as big as my mom's townhouse back in Las Vegas. You know what I mean? He's like, don't come here. And then I told him, I was like, what about Barcelona? He's like, huh? Barcelona? You saw that they were throwing bananas on the field with football players. I'm like, come on, Andre, help me out. He's like, don't go to Barcelona. But the thing is, my friend Andre, he is a little bit misinformed because I was like Mongolia. And he labeled Mongolia as a third world country. I was like, dude, no way. And I'm like, well, what about you? I'm going to go to Kazakhstan and Kyrgyzstan. He's like, don't go to Kazakhstan. They're going to kill everyone there. I said, bro, listen, uh, boy, we got in that argument. I'm like, Andre, you don't know a damn thing. I'm not going to take it. Listen, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, Andre. How about that? So, yeah, it's just so funny because me and him, we have completely different perspectives. I know people from all of these countries and they're extremely safe. Hell, he, you know, he actually told me, he's like, you should probably go to Africa. And I'm like, you know what? I did meet someone from Kenya and Kenya is a wonderful place. But I've been telling him, I'm like, a lot of arrows have been pointing towards Morocco. He's like, I would totally do Morocco. And I'm like, well, I wanted to do Morocco for my TEDx. Anyways, we're just going on things, man. These conversations I've had, luckily, with my best friend and him just talking about Dragon Ball Z for 30 minutes while I was plucking my nails. It was crazy. Weird night. Anyways, uh, details, details, spare the details. Um, But all of this happened. And finally, I came back to my senses and I said, all right, guys. I needed to have a little bit of break because I didn't want to come on here and just have a whiny bitch festival. Nobody wants to hear that. Okay, people want to hear something they're going to be able to take with them every day. And this is what I'm giving you guys today. Daytight compartments. You got to get over the past and don't try kicking dead dogs. Don't try kicking dead dogs. Don't try getting back at people. I told you the story about Nancy. She was one of the worst colleagues I've ever had in my life before I came here to Thailand. You know the saddest part about that? Because she was just so full of vice and anger and animosity, she died in a car crash. The other three passengers, unscathed, meaning not even touched. All I'm trying to say is, don't try getting back. No vengeance, nothing like that. Everything's going to play out the way it does. Dead dogs are dead dogs, man. When you see a dead dog on the street, you're not going to go up to it and kick it. Am I calling some of the people I work with dead dogs? Well, it depends how you want to, you know, uh, metaphorically or man, literally, whatever. I don't give a damn. But I'm not going to go back and say, oh, I'm going to do this. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got no time for that. It's just going to destroy my reputation. And honestly, nature is just going to take its course. The universe is going to, you know, 
Good people will always prevail. Positivity always prevails. So I am back, people. I am back with a much more, a much more, a much better, uh, I always say much more better. (laughs) God, I'm funny. Terrible grammar. Um, A much better conscious. I cleared out my conscious. I've been doing my reading. I've been doing other things and focusing and I'm just so grateful. I'm very, very grateful. And I'm really, really grateful for all of you from Portugal to China. Finally, I think I'm trying, I'm starting to get into China. I'm very, very excited about that. But I'm just grateful for all of you out there, seriously. Um, And I do apologize for going on a hiatus. I don't know if some of you are out there just needing to listen to my voice, but I am back. Do not worry. Although it's only been about five days since I actually did a podcast. Although I did that podcast interview just a few days ago. Um, But that wasn't in terms of anything in terms of, you know, it was just in terms of the medical and, you know, dead people. Very compelling podcast, by the way. But, uh... I'm back, people. The vortex has been stripped. The melancholy, I've I've gotten away from everything, and now I'm not letting people get to me anymore. Let the past, it's gone, it's finished, it's archived. Future, oh, stop worrying about this and that, because everything's already starting to come to me. Here I am, just a worried nut. But you know what? I'm back. And I'm so grateful to be back. So here I am, guys. Welcome back to... The Arsenio Buck Show, baby! Anyways, with that being said, guys, stay tuned for the Gary V Podcast on Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> I'm a little intrigued about Wednesday's podcast. I got an interview coming up with the radio show host. Um, I'm a little bit excited about that, like really excited. And then after that, I'm going to be doing an interview with someone from London, uh, a nice little entrepreneur, Luke Barrows. He actually is the CEO and founder of something. He's actually developing i'm very very excited about him and his unfolding as a youngster i'm not even sure how young he is but guys that's going to be debuting that following weekend probably a week from today um so man stay tuned for this man i got a lot of things coming up very very excited got a podcast with bio quirk isa pasture got another podcast with hh uh harvest and happiness uh with lisa's cypers and then I'm going to have one with Luke. He is a new millennial that's starting up his own nonprofit. And this one's going to be the first international international because he's from England. So I'm finally going to be reaching out there. And you know what? Honestly, I love you. I love the Brits. Uh, honestly, I know I, I give a lot of shit, for the lack of a better term, to uh, my British folks. Uh, but it's because of what I've experienced with the British here. Although one of the most amazing foreigners I've ever met, well, it's really hard to say, uh, it has been a British, but he's a CEO and founder of a, a wonderful gym, and one of his colleagues, um, but he's from New Zealand. So I'm not judging anyone based on any goddamn thing. I'm not, uh, yeah, hell no, um, because a lot of British people, they download a lot of my podcasts from so many different areas. And so I'm very grateful for you guys. And again, oh my God, huge shout out. My man, Menlo Park, California. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, sometime last week, I saw that Menlo Park had listened to my podcast. And you guys don't know about this. Me and Menlo Park, we go way back. I don't know who it is there, but there's someone that listens to me there in Menlo Park, which is very close to Stanford University, apparently. Um and they listened to my podcast again. They were my they were my very first listeners. So I always give shouts uh, shout outs to them, man. I'm so so thankful for them. So thank you so much, man. Low Park, it's great that you're still aboard, man. Uh, you know what really sucks though, man. I had like listeners in South Africa, Singapore, Iran, and Korea 
that would download some of my episodes, but I think I've said some bad things. Uh, <laughs> Because they don't listen to me anymore. But, man, it's good to hear some of my – see that some of my long-standing listeners are still with me. Seriously, special shout-out to you out there in uh, Menlo Park, man or woman. doesn't really matter. Thank you. And thank you to everyone else who's listening to me. Guys, it's time to emanate as much positivity as I possibly can, and this is what this podcast is all about, guys. Thank you so much. And with that being said, stay tuned for the next podcast, <sighs> which is going to be debuting in 12 hours. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.